My name is Claudia Pribola, the Chief Operating Officer at the New Jersey Elder Law Center at Goldberg Law Group. In my role as COO, I am confronted daily with families in need, in need of attention, resources, and a plan. These families all have one thing in common, and they may not even know it. They all seek the one thing that their senior members can provide them, and that all parents might provide their children and grandchildren. They're looking to maintain their legacy. My name is Clelia Pergola, and I am here to focus on your legacy. I want to introduce you to Laura Marie Husking. She is currently the Director of Marketing for Generations Counseling and Care Management and has been in marketing community relations for the senior care industry since 2013. Well, you know, I think we're all tying this back to legacy, but I do think one of the things that I've inherited from my mother is the, and my grandmother is the ability to try to see the positive in people and their situation. And I think this is because I was a caregiver and, and I wasn't really forthcoming about how bad the situation was with my mom. And so I held a lot of things inside and I didn't tell people what was going on. And so I would lose my patience with like a friend of mine or something. And they wouldn't know what was behind that. So I feel like that's one of the lessons in life that I really try to keep with me is that you never know somebody's struggle and you don't know what is going on with them. So I try, I think that's why I try to see the positive or like, or if maybe someone's being nasty or, or doing something, I was like, maybe they have something going on in their life that we don't know about. And this happened recently too, where someone I know was struggling with mental health for a couple of years. And we thought she was kind of being flaky and selfish. And little did we know, like a couple months ago, she came to me and told me about all this stuff that she was going through over the past couple of years. And she was telling, it doesn't excuse my behavior but I was suffering from severe, severe mental health issues. Like I'm, I'm doing the work and I'm seeing uh, a therapist and now this is who I am now. And I'm willing to take ownership of the things that happened in the past and that I'm still doing work, but I need you to know that this is what's been happening. So that was another like re like re lesson, right? Cause I had already learned that in a way but it kind of was put in my face again. Like you do not know what, what, what somebody is going through and mental health is so different for so many people. And there's so many different disorders that there are some people like, it's not flaky. It might just be them. I, I cannot be in front of a crowd right now. I am so anxiety ridden and I don't feel good about myself. And that panic is so real and they need to not be in, in, in front of a crowd or they need to not be at that event or they need to not go, add something else to their day. So after having that situation with someone I know and care about very much, it really made me think, again, you don't know what somebody's struggle is and you want to try to give them the benefit of the doubt or at least ask, right? Because there are people who are flaky. We know that, but, yeah. Oh, yeah. but <laughs> you know what I mean? And they don't have anything going on, but there's a lot of people who do. And I think Going back to what we were talking about, how 
aging and mental health issues are like almost shameful to talk about. They shouldn't be. Because if we knew that she was going through this struggle, she'd have had a lot more support, right? Or, and, and I just really, I think I've also become passionate about trying to relieve those two stigmas. Yeah, I, and I think that's so important that you say that. It's, it's true. I personally went through an experience when I was caregiving for grandma. Again, it was six years. Um, but towards the end... I became, you know, you, you, be, you become sort of like numb to the situation, um, reacting and, you know, maybe flaking or canceling or, but then handling all of these other parts of your life, like maybe like a, what's perceived as like a rock star, right? So nobody really can tell that you're going through something. And like you were saying, you know, not, not expressing the feelings that you were going through or necessarily how bad it is. And, and I think that has to do a lot with people's personalities. And when grandma passed away, I entrenched myself in my, my professional life and I achieved a lot of things and I lost my closest best friends because they didn't understand that the caregiving aspect of things, they didn't understand the constant juggling and maybe the not wanting to go out. And also the, I was a very reactive person. Like I was very snippy and I'm it's not, it's not something I'm proud of, but I'm glad to say I'm not that person anymore. And they knew me since I was a, a child and they thought that I became someone else. And I said to one individual in particular, I said, I don't snap at people anymore because you don't know what that person is going through. Like maybe they brought out the cold food because they forgot that we were their table. Um, and I don't know, like, and because they had, didn't get sleep and their loved one is on hospice or they didn't cook the food. So maybe it's not even their fault. Like you tend, you grow up and you experience certain things, like you said, and, you know, we all have the knowledge. And I think even, even this podcast and people listening, you could hear things, but it's until you experience it, right? And if it's been a long time until you experience it again, for you for it to really resonate with you. And so listen, the life lessons that that we learn are are so important. And again, telling the story about those life lessons. I think just bring you closer to the people that you're meant to be surrounded by. Oh yeah, definitely. For sure. So talking about childhood and, and children, what for your future children, will you want them to remember you by? So I, so I, I'm not planning to have kids, but I want to spoil nieces and nephews and my cousin's kids rock. So <laughs> that's, 
Yeah, yeah. I, I want to be like the amazing, cool aunt <laughs> who inspires people. But I think, I think because I'm so passionate about caregiving, I really want them to understand um, that we really need to give people a break. It, like exactly what we were talking about before, like, like really think before you say something, think about what that person could be going through because you don't know. I honestly feel like if everyone did that, this would be a better place. Like the world would just be a better place. Just having more compassion, you know, just having more compassion for just the struggles, because to be honest, it's a struggle to just live sometimes between like all of your obligations and like owning a house and making sure that your life is fulfilled and working and I think if we, if we really think about how other people struggle daily and just put, try to put ourselves in their shoes, I really do feel like we can make the world a better place with just more compassion. It's such a great, again, such a great way of putting things. It's a, it's a very, I don't know if you know Buddhism, but it's a very Buddhist mentality is, you know, think of what someone else is going through. And even if someone's mean to you, you have to feel sadness for them because they're going, they're obviously going through something that is making them act that way. So, you know, being more forgiving. Yeah. Being more forgiving and more compassionate, I think, you know, and I still have to be reminded, like I'm not perfect. Like I said, like I, with that person that I mentioned before and how I've known her for years and I kind of just thought, she was like changing into a person I didn't really recognize. And lo and behold, she was going through all this intense struggle. So I just, I think more compassion just really will help us as a society in general. I mean, I was going to say, I do think you're perfect because I never see you flip out and you're always put together even after the gym. Um, (laughs) But I did hear the story about you flipping out on the cell phone carrier. Oh God. Yes. So that was not my, my, that was not my finest moment. Do you want me to tell that story? So that people realize that. Yeah. Because you just sound like, you know, talk about putting, you know, your best foot forward and always thinking that everyone is, is perfect. I think that you should let people know that you're not perfect. Yeah. When I was not perfect. Um, so this was kind of close after my mom passed away and one of her, like her voicemails all got erased on my phone and it was like a heartbreaking moment. So a friend of mine who was in it told me to call, I'm not going to mention the phone provider, but to call me to, to, to call the phone provider because they should have it on their backup systems. And then like, they'll be able to access it for you. And then, um, I called and he wasn't really being that sympathetic. He was like, well, next time just save them to an audio file. And I'm like, well, there is not going to be a next time. Like I lost her. And he wasn't being very sympathetic. So I just got angrier and angrier and angrier. I, I screamed, I screamed louder than I've ever screamed at someone on the phone. And he, and he had gotten like the Apple rep to come on because he was trying to shift the blame to Apple. And then 
the Apple guy must have thought I was like a crazy person because I was like yelling and screaming at this poor guy. He was probably having his own bad day and was like maybe not fully paying attention to the fact that if my not, mom you definitely gave passed him away. A bad day. What? If not, you definitely gave him a bad day. I, know. I gave him the worst day, but I just lost it. And like, I... I like, I feel like I've never been that angry. And it was like, how can this guy be so callous? Like I've lost the only voicemail I will ever have from my mom. And I mean, I think I was yelling so loud that my brother came into the house and he was like, thought like something terrible and horrific had happened with like a family member or something because of the way I was acting. So it was definitely not my finest moment. I'm not proud of that. But it just goes to show you that I probably was not dealing with my stress properly. I was not handling my grief well. And um, it can definitely happen to anyone because I, I try not to lose it on random customer service <laughs> on a weekly basis. Beware, that. <laughs> Beware of Laura Husking. Beware. You know, I do, but I lose it. I lost it. I want to see this morning because. Um, the beeping in my smoke alarms was going off and I was in such a rush because I had also promised my little sister's home from college. She's 19. She was going to come to the gym with me for one of the early morning classes. And this smoke alarm was like going off and I was like, don't have time for this. I just like threw it off the wall. (laughs) So there I do. They, I, I do lose it. There you go. But you know what? I'm not hurt. But it's okay because number one, you didn't throw the smoke alarm at anyone. No, I did not throw the smoke alarm at a customer service representative. (laughs) There you go. And you know what? The customer service representative, hopefully it taught him a life lesson, right? That you should be more compassionate to people and consider what they're going through. Um, Hopefully he talked about that. When he got home, right? And hopefully it was his life lesson. (laughs) Somebody hopefully told him that he should have been a little bit more considerate. Oh my God. It was just, and you know, too, like your memories are colored. So maybe he was sympathetic and I just wanted to be angry at somebody because I, I, you know, like wasn't dealing with my grief in a healthy way, let's say. Um, And he could have been, but I, maybe I just, didn't hear it. And I'll I'll never forget that because the Apple rep called me back after like, I hung up it like very angrily. Like I think I slammed the phone and broke the phone too. So, um, he called me back and he said, we are so sorry. Like, I can't believe, I cannot believe this happened. Um, and so they, they were so sympathetic and they, they, and then, then I started crying. I was like, I'm so sorry for yelling <laughs> and that you had to witness that. I swear to God, I'm not like that. I just don't know what set me off. So I, it's normal though. Like you, I think we have to give ourselves a break. Like, obviously I should not have acted that way, but again, like we don't know what somebody's going through. And I didn't know how to really process the grief because I think Sometimes when you're a caregiver and like you mentioned the same thing, like you're so busy doing tasks. And then when they pass away, you're dealing with all the fallout from that. You're dealing with like the estate, you're dealing with like the funeral, you're dealing with selling the house, like getting the possessions. And that can be a long process. And sometimes the grieving process, it doesn't happen right away. Like it it, it quote unquote should. I feel like sometimes it can take like a year or so to really fully digest. Yeah. 
We were just talking about someone that seems they lost someone and they seem through social media, like they've gotten, they're in a better place very quickly. And we were saying sometimes like I did, you throw yourself into whatever you possibly can. Mostly, most of the time, right? It's either work or your children. And you don't really deal with it until something makes you stop, right? Until you get sick or maybe there's a pandemic or (laughs) something of that sort that just makes you stop and reflect. And then that's when you really deal with the grieving process. So Laura, I uh, can't thank you enough for having this conversation with me today and being my guest Oh, I loved it. This was great. I almost want you, you to have me back and do this again. This has been a very enjoyable hour conversation. I'll totally have you back. Yeah. Um, so is there anything else that you want to mention that we haven't discussed? So there is one thing because I thought it was kind of funny. You asked me in the email when you were asking me, um, whether I like to, to come on to the podcast or the zoom you asked me like, what would my friends tell me? Like three words that my friends would use to describe me. And I thought it was hilarious because I asked my friends in this like gigantic group text message that we have. And the men said something completely different than the women. And I thought you would be interested to know. Yes. So the men described me Notre Dame fan, hiker, super active. Right. (laughs) And then the women were like compassionate, passionate, inspiring. It was just really funny how the men define me as the things that I like <laughs> and the women define me as actual carry characteristics. Yeah. Although my, my one friend, Andy did say awesome as a descriptor, but it was just really funny. Most of the men were like Notre Dame fan hiking and hiking can almost be used twice because of how much she loves it. <laughs> it is, isn't it such, I, I've done that exercise and it's very interesting what you get back. Yeah. I wouldn't cry. Yeah. Would, no, my girlfriends almost made me cry. It was like they were they were coming up with some really beautiful adjectives. And it was just like the men were like, Notre Dame football. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, right. Well, Laura, um, we are always here, right, for everyone as far as caregivers, just people. Uh, and I know that you wouldn't mind if any of our listeners reached out to you. So if, oh, absolutely. if they could reach out to you, where would they contact you? So um, they can contact me on my cell phone because I use my uh, cell for work. So I can give out my number if, if you want. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's 201-739-1593. Laura, thank you so much. Thank you. This has been so fun. (laughs) I'm telling you, we have to do this like every so often. I would be happy to be asked back to the podcast. Mm -hmm.